Welcome, friends, back to another episode of the Optimized for Impact podcast. Today is a really quick one, but oh my gosh, this is huge. This is a skill slash method that I have used so much and relied on so much over the last couple of years to help me stay more lean, more fit, and more healthy without really doing anything. And that sounds not possible. And in a sense, it's not, but in a sense, it is also very, very true. So imagine this. What if, what if you could just flip a switch, like turning on a light, and it would turn on a machine that would, or a process, let's say, in your body that would allow you to lose fat and stay lean just by flipping that switch? On, off. Is that simple? Wouldn't that be awesome? Well, that doesn't exist. <laughs> Hate to break it to you, but, 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 um, what I'm going to talk about today is something that is kind of like that. It's a subconscious background automatic system or method to eating that is very much like flipping that switch on. Once you settle into this eating method, I've got three skills for you today. It basically automates living more lean and more fit because these three switches help you maintain a lower appetite. It's going to help you reduce cravings, reduce snack attacks. It's going to help you eat fewer calories, eat more nutritious, um, highly nutrient-dense foods so that you can stay more fit, strong, energized, healthy, and lean without dieting, without cutting anything out, without, without avoiding sugars, without avoiding all processed foods. This is really almost like a switch that you turn on that turns on a machine that automatically does this for you. Now, let's talk about what are these? And what is the problem here? Well, the problem. We live in a environment of processed food. It is so hard these days to maintain a lower calorie intake because we are surrounded, surrounded by processed food that has been engineered to massively and maximally hit your pleasure and reward receptors in your brain so you eat more of them. We're talking Doritos lurking around every corner. We're talking Oreos in the pantry crying out, eat me, eat me. We're talking the ice cream in the freezer who's like, get in here with a spoon and let's go, right? All of these things make it so very difficult. These types of foods make it so, so difficult to maintain a calorie intake that keeps us leaner, healthier, maybe more fit. So on this show, in this episode, we're going to go over three switches we can flip so that we can actually eat more food, but get and stay lean. Okay. So we're going to be eating more food and you might be going like, but Joseph, I just thought you said that in the land of processed food with Oreos that make those really have the really weird voice that this is about eating less food. No, this is about eating more food, but eating certain types of foods that flip this switch. 
So what is this process? What are these three switches? It's eat more protein, it's eat more veggies, and it's eat more fruits. Those are your three switches, protein, veggies, fruits. How do these work? Here's the magic. This is the machine, the invisible machine you can't see that helps you get and stay lean working in the background. It's voluminous foods and filling foods. So these are the two principles that we're going for that these three foods have in common. They're voluminous and they're filling. So let's talk about that. Let's start with protein. This is my favorite. Oh my goodness. If you follow me on Instagram, you know I love protein because I talk about it all the time. And here's the thing about protein is that protein foods, we're talking animal meats, we're talking tofu, we're talking Greek yogurt, we're talking cottage cheese, protein powders, eggs, egg whites. Um, yeah, any type of meat that, that's out there. These are all going to be high protein foods. And protein is a type of food, a macronutrient, that when you eat it, it helps you stay more full. And so as it goes through your digestive system, it prolongs the digestion. It's a very like, think of it as like a, a big, hearty, thick food. Then when it hits your stomach, your stomach's like, whoa, this is going to take some time, slow everything down. We need to work on this protein. And so what that does, the magic there is that it keeps you feeling more full for longer so that you are less likely to eat food that you don't really need. You're less likely to fall for the snack attacks and the cravings because you just feel full because you eat a lot of protein. That's the beauty of protein. That's the switch. It is a very highly filling food that can help you reduce your total calories over days and weeks because you just aren't as hungry after eating a meal that has a good dose of protein. Now, veggies. These are the voluminous foods, which is basically just like it sounds. They are a lot of space. They take up a ton of space for very low calories. Think a big bowl of salad. That is a lot of food. That is a lot of volume. It's a massive bowl, but the total calorie load in that salad is very low. So long as you aren't like some people I know that just drown it in ranch dressing, then we're, you know, talking some high calories, but veggies themselves, big volume. They take up a ton of space in your digestive tract, but they have very low calorie. So similar to that protein, when they go into your digestive tract, you feel more full for longer because they take up a ton of space in your stomach, in your intestines, etc. And so you can basically eat as many veggies as your gut can handle. You know, you don't want to feel bloated. You don't want to feel gassy. Um, you might, obviously, you will naturally get a little bit more gas eating more fiber. That's okay. But like, once you get to the point that like, you're cramping, maybe you're getting diarrhea, right? Some of those signs are like, ah, Maybe not so, maybe, maybe not so great. Uh, maybe you've eaten too many veggies, maybe not, but stick with the amount that feels good, but you can essentially just eat as many as you can tolerate. And veggies are incredible for keeping you full. Again, reducing cravings, reducing the snack attacks because you're full and you can eat a ton of food. You can eat so much more volume of food this way. You can feel stuffed 
but have way fewer calories than if you had a slice or two of pizza. That's the magic of vegetables. So they and protein both work very similar. They help you stay full and veggies are just this massive volume for low calories. Fruit is the final switch and this works very similarly to veggies. They are a voluminous food loaded with nutrients and they help you stay more full because they are a complex carbohydrate and they're voluminous. Now, complex carbs, let's talk about that. Complex carbs to um, refined carbs are basically just the complex, more natural state of carbohydrates in fruit generally digest more slowly. And so again, they stay in your digestive tract longer. Your body can slowly absorb them. And so you don't have this quick, massive absorption. Like if you eat a slice of cake, a ton of sugar just drives across your digestive membrane, does the sugar spike, you feel crazy, and then you kind of crash, and it moved really quickly through your system. Fruit is different. And so as you eat a piece of fruit, slower digestion, you feel a little bit more satisfied for longer because your body is slowly digesting it, essentially, and using it. And again, like veggies, fruit is voluminous. It takes up a ton of space for not as many calories as more of a condensed, you know, like ice cream or cookie. And so that also, by taking up space in your stomach and digestion, makes you feel less full, or sorry, more full, less hungry, reduces the amount of calories that you generally eat because you just aren't feeling as hungry. So you probably saw a repeating pattern in those three switches. They were voluminous foods, generally low calorie, and they kept you feeling full for longer. And so here's the magic of this machine. When you flip these switches, when you eat more protein, when you eat more veggies and you eat more whole fruits in your diet, you can eat more food by volume. You can eat these massive portions of food and still be in a calorie deficit or be in a lower, maintain a lower level of energy that allows you maintain a leaner body without dieting guys, without actively, you know, like cutting out carbs, um, fasting, um, I don't know, like any of all my, my brains blanking tonight on most of the fad diets that you can follow right now, but you can do this subconsciously. This just becomes a natural thing. So as you train yourself and as you get in the habit of eating more protein, working more veggies into your diet and eating more fruit, you just naturally begin to stay leaner, feel better because these high nutrient, low calorie foods are keeping you full and keeping you satisfied. It really is eating more food, but getting and staying leaner. It is magic and it is so simple. Once you turn them in to habits and once you build your lifestyle and incorporate them into your lifestyle, so you naturally begin to follow these principles. So let's talk about how to do that real quick before we're done here. Let's talk about protein first. The best advice I have for you with protein is just building your meals around protein. And so as you look at meals you're ordering, as you look at meals you're going to be making, as you're thinking about groceries you're going to shop for, the trick here is just to ask yourself, what are meals I'm going to order and make that there's a good serving of protein in it? So like spaghetti. If you're thinking about spaghetti, instead of just noodles and pasta, 
you could be like, okay, we're going to get ground beef or sausage or ground turkey. And we're going to mix a decent amount of ground turkey in with the spaghetti sauce so that we have this big serving of protein in that spaghetti. It's not just a carbohydrate and fat meal. Or you could be like in that example, I still just want spaghetti, but I'm going to eat a pork chop or a chicken thigh on the side to still get my protein in. So you can either build the meal, start with the protein and then build the meal around it. So we could have been like, we'll start with ground turkey and then we'll build it into a spaghetti meal that's high protein. Or you could have been like, you know what? I'm just gonna eat spaghetti, but I'll eat the protein on the side. Those are the two ways you can build meals around the protein source and just aim for getting a good source of protein with most of your meals. That is a great way to start. Number two, after you build your meal around your protein, that's priority number one, then ask yourself, can I work vegetables into this? Can I um, work them into the actual uh, meal? So like going back to that spaghetti example, I have a friend who in the spaghetti sauce will first saute a bunch of mushrooms, um, sliced peppers, onions, and she basically ends up eating this like high protein, high veggie spaghetti because she just sautes a bunch of veggies into the sauce. And that's brilliant. And it's incredibly good. Or you could just eat veggies on the side. Can you eat like a quote unquote normal meal, like just regular spaghetti, but then have a spoonful or two of steamed broccoli or sauteed broccoli on the side, right? Can you work a veggie into it? So protein first, build the meal around protein, then ask yourself, how can I potentially work a veggie or multiple servings into this meal or around this meal? Okay, so those are my two tips for meal times. Now, for other tips for getting veggies and fruits into your diets, one of the coolest, coolest skills or practices that I've learned the last couple of years is something called a snack bucket. And I got this from a dietitian. I can't remember her name. She's in Canada. Um, oh, I feel terrible. I can't give her credit for this, but, um, she does this thing called a snack bucket. And essentially what it is, is every week you get a container, a big container with like a snap on lid. And at the store you buy two to four different types of veggies that you love to snack on. So for me personally, that would be cherry tomatoes, baby carrots, uh, peas, like sugar snap peas and cucumbers. I love all those and I will eat those without stop all the time. So when I go home, I'll quickly chop the, like I'll uh, peel the cucumbers and dump everything into that container. And I'll put that container in the front of the fridge somewhere that I can I see it every time I open up the fridge. So here's the trick. Things that are obvious, things that you see that are easy to interact with, you are much more likely to eat. And so if I am bored, and I wander into the kitchen looking for a snack and I open the fridge, I'm gonna see that snack bucket, that veggie bucket sitting there and I can eat as many veggies as I want because again, they're filling their low calorie. And so this way, the cool part about this is instead of like fighting the urge to not snack, to go into the kitchen and turn around and leave and be like, oh, I didn't get a snack. I can still snack, but I'm snacking on foods that are low calorie and that are going to fill me up and keep me feeling more full to the next meal. So the snack bucket or the veggie bucket is an incredible 
little practice that you can try, and I love it. Other ideas are pickles, olives, um, pepperoncinis, anything that is like that, anything that is a vegetable that you love to eat and would just love to snack on that's low calorie, go for it. Use it as that veggie bucket or that snack bucket. Put it somewhere obvious in your fridge. Let me know. And know the last one, the last uh, tip I have for you is something I like to call the counterattack or the pantry pirate. And so these are two methods of making fruit more obvious. So the counterattack, think like a kitchen counter. Many times people will have fruit in a bowl and they'll place it on a counter in their kitchen, which is awesome. Because again, going back to that principle of it's, if it's easy to see and if it's obvious, you're much more likely to interact with it. But unfortunately, I've seen most people's fruit bowls kind of get pushed to the corner in the kitchen and they're not obvious. So fruit is a great snack. And so instead of putting it somewhere you can't really see it, make sure that fruit bowl stays out in the open and make sure you're putting fruit in it that you're actually going to easily eat. That in that way, so let's say I wander into the kitchen again, I'm bored, I just hit something hard in work, I'm procrastinating, I don't feel like doing anything, so I subconsciously start looking for a snack. I'll wander in the kitchen instead of finding the Oreos or pulling out the peanut butter and eating multiple spoons of peanut butter, I might pick an apple up and eat an apple because the bowl is right there. It's obvious, this might be the first thing I see, and so I'm much more likely to eat a low calorie filling snack then go find one of the processed high calorie snacks. Okay, so I call that the counter attack because snack attacks are like when I want a snack and the counter attack is when I have a bowl of fruit on the counter, which is the counter attack to the snack attack. I thought that was really clever. You can let me know what you think about that. And then similar to the counter attack is the pantry pirate. So in this technique, what you do is you go to your pantry and again, you do the fruit bowl thing but you put it on one of the shelves in your pantry at eye level. Because here's the thing, just like in any grocery store, the psychology of shopping, they put things at eye level that sell the most. And so think about this, next time you go to the grocery store, you'll notice that items at eye level are generally name brand items. Those, those businesses are paying for those items to be at eye level because things at eye level are the things you'll see first and generally are the things you'll interact with the most and so they will sell the most. Now we're gonna take the psychology of sales back into the pantry. Things at eye level that are easy to see and you see right away when you open the door, those are the things you will most likely eat more of. So instead of having the Doritos and the Oreos there, you have your bowl of fruit there and this gives you a chance to eat good filling nutrient-dense fruit more often than you might be reaching into the Doritos, the Triscuits, and the Oreos. So those are four tips for how to flip the three switches, which were eat more protein, eat more veggies, and eat more fruits. And you can do that by building meals around protein, then building veggies into the meal, using the snack bucket or the veggie bucket approach, or the counterattack slash pantry pirate approaches. So guys, I hope you found this helpful. I hope that this gives you some really practical ideas for the next couple of weeks of how to set up this automatic machine and help keep you more lean, healthy, and fit 
without any extra effort or discipline or motivation or willpower, all those things that oftentimes we feel like we fail with, this is going to help you gamify your environment and your diet subconsciously, automatically to more likely and successfully hit your health and wellness goals just automatically. These are skills. These are practices. These are habits that have benefited me a ton. And that is why I wanted to share them with you guys today. Okay. That is all for today. As always, I don't run ads on this podcast. So the one thing I ask is that if you find this information helpful, if you find it useful, that you would either share it with a friend that you think also would find it useful and, or let's just say, and, cause that'd be really, really cool that you subscribe and leave a review for the podcast. This is massive. This is such a huge help because it tells the algorithm gods that this show is useful. It is helpful and you can help me in my mission. You can join me in my mission of helping men and women live more fully alive, build lean, healthy, fit bodies that last for a lifetime with simple health practices, habits, and skills. That would be pretty rad. And finally, guys, as always, let me know what you think of the show. If you ever have anything you want to hear me talk about, a topic to dive into, or if you just want to tell me, hey, Joe, I think that was a cool show. Love it. Keep it up. Find me at Instagram. It's Coach Joseph. Or you can email me at itchcoachjoseph at gmail.com. I am here for the community. I'm here to offer as much help and assistance as I can to you guys in the crazy world of nutrition, exercise, and recovery science. Okay, guys, that is it for this week. As always, to your health, impact, and living more fully alive. I'll catch you next time.